If you love to travel, you love cool experiences, I think you're going to love Viator. If you haven't heard, Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace. They've got everything from simple tours to extreme adventures, all the cool and interesting stuff in between as well. Well, this year, my wife and kids are making one of my bucket list trips come true. We're going to Sun Valley. So we're going to fly to Sun Valley, and I tell you, the thought of bringing skis, poles, boots, snowboards, everything overwhelming. But that's where Viator came in. They made this incredibly easy. I just opened the Viator app, searched Sun Valley, and boom, Viator arranges a first-class experience, custom ski, snowboard, and boot fittings and tickets delivered right to the condo. It's pretty amazing. Experiences are what we love most about travel. They create these long-lasting moments and make memories that will last a lifetime. Just download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. It's finally here. The Macy's Friends and Family Sale with an extra 30% off gifts they'll love. Get an extra 25% off dressed up designer looks for kids from Calvin Klein and more. Plus an extra 25% off Samsonite and Delcy luggage. With great prices from top designers, Macy's has all the best deals you can't miss this weekend. And don't forget to sign up for a Macy's card or use a coupon to get 15% off beauty products they'll love this season. Visit Macy's.com to find great holiday deals today. You're listening to the Underground Podcast Network. This is an NMJ segment rebroadcast of the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, syndicated by the GCN Live Satellite System on the Westwood One Radio Network out of the Salem Broadcasting Network flagship station WGUL AM860 in Tampa, Florida. This is the Captain's America Third Watch, coming to you live from the flagship studios of AM860 and AM930, The Answer. Call in now and talk to Captain Matt toll-free, 877-969-8600. I'm your captain, I'm your captain. He's on the air, taking on enemies foreign and domestic, and uniting Americans to the cause of liberty. We will rally the world to this cause by our efforts, by our courage. We will not tire... We will not falter, and we will not fail. Good morning, America. Hello, world, and welcome to the Friday morning edition, live and in living color of the Captain's America Third Watch. I am the Captain Matt Bruce, broadcasting from our Moss Nissan studio here at our flagship Salem Media Group stations in Tampa, Florida. And by the way, a big shout out to AM710 KNUS, the Salem Media Group Colorado station, new affiliate up there. And we appreciate all the comments we've been getting from you folks on the Facebook page. Thank you very much. We are a nationally syndicated show heard on the GCN Live radio network via the Westwood One XDS satellite, and we're heard around the world broadcasting where many of our great military men and women are listening overseas to us right now. Thank you for your service to America and to our first responders, to our EMTs, our firefighters, our police, our hospital and ER room workers, and our 911 dispatchers, too. Thank you for what you do, keeping America free and safe. To all those who work the third watch, the truckers, the warehouse, the factory workers, the butchers, the bakers, yeah, the candlestick makers, the maintenance, the janitorial workers, security and construction, and those convenience store clerks, too. Thank you for what you do. And don't forget, 
to go to the CaptainsAmericaThirdWatch.com website. Click on the USCCA logo that's there to register for your free gun-a-day giveaway and find out about what a USCCA membership can do for you. All right, Frank Salvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal and Underground USA podcast. It's with us. Hello, sir. Good morning, Mr. Captain. I said all that without taking a breath. Okay, time for the you, pledge. You did, you, you did, man. You got breath control. I know it. Time for the pledge. You ready? <laughs> you got it. I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to the flag, to the flag of, of the United, United States, States of America, America and, and to, to the republic, republic for which it stands, one nation under God, God indivisible, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And we emphasize the two words under God. This great country of ours was founded on Judeo-Christian values. Well, let's see. Once upon a time, there was a military aircraft sitting at Joint Base uh, <laughs> yeah, outside Washington, D.C., and a busload of congressmen and women that were getting ready to leave the Capitol. And all of a sudden, their little trip that was going to go to Brussels and into Afghanistan went down in flames. Yeah, it's kind of amazing the power the executive branch leader has, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But there are some people saying that maybe the executive branch doesn't have that kind of power. Well, then you know what? Tell the, uh, the tell the legislative branch go ahead and allocate the money out of their own budgets. Go ahead and go do what they want. Yep. But the fact is, the fact is, they'll have to pay for it. That's right. And this was going to be uh, fully paid for by the taxpayers again, just as that little debacle down in Puerto Rico was uh, with the government credit card to boot. And, you know, I'm getting a little sick of this. I mean, here we are. We don't have a budget. The Coast Guardsmen and women are not working for any money. The TSA is not getting paid. I know they'll get paid eventually. Uh, some in the Secret Service may not, in fact, be getting a check, but they're all there doing their job. And these people are living high on the hog at their expense. It's got to stop. Yeah, I'd like to see the president actually stop those credit cards for the moment, too, the government credit cards. You'd see a lot of people coming immediately back giving pressure to their leaders, let's get this done, because uh, they, they use those things all the time. Right. Um, you know, there's there's another thought process of this so-called government shutdown. Uh, it was written in the Daily Caller uh, by someone, a high-level guy in the Trump administration. One of the first, one of the only articles that Daily Caller has ever done without a byline because the person needed to stay anonymous. And they're saying that most of the government is is actually operating and it's proving to the american people that we've got a bloated bureaucracy Mm -hmm. and that we can actually do a lot of culling when it comes to 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 the federal payroll and still have a lot of things going on that we need to go on you know federal government's not supposed to be an end-all be-all it's supposed to be a bare bones type of thing the states are supposed to be the big the big dog in the room so you know if we, if we would have taught history correctly for the last two generations, we'd realize that right now the federal government's functioning at a level it should be functioning at. That said, I love the way Nancy Pelosi and, and everybody else who wants to be traveling on our money, because the government doesn't have any money. It's our money. Right. You know, they're getting slapped down, and they're, and they're being told that, no, no, you don't get to go play when there's work to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all true. And again, um, you know, it's about time for somebody to say, hey, enough's enough. Quit wasting our taxpayer money. Do the job we elected you to do. And if you can't do it, guess what? We're going to vote you out and we're going to get somebody else. Yeah. Do you think people like uh, Ocasio-Cortez would be willing to go ahead and pay for uh, airline tickets to Europe? Of course not. Well, but it's okay when it's your money. Mm Mm-hmm. 
You know, that's that's what a socialist thinks thinks like. If I, as long as I can spend your money, I can find 15 reasons to justify it. But when it's mine, I don't know about that. And remember, with her $174,000 salary, she can't find an affordable apartment in Washington, D.C. And I'm just sitting there shaking my head going, you got to be kidding me, right? Maybe she can go live in a in a in a government uh, subsidized housing project. Section eight, Section her. eight housing. Yeah. yeah, Why not? Why not that instead of Georgetown? I mean, it worked for. Uh, let's see, what was his name? Charlie Rango. Remember him? It worked for him. He had an office in there. <laughs> yeah, it did work for Charlie Rango. Worked for Jane Byrne in Chicago too for a little bit, but she had to have a million dollars worth of security. So. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Well, I'll tell you what. And by the way, the New York Times article uh, uh, this morning says there's nothing wrong with open borders. Really? Really? Let's see, that, that's how far outside outside reality the New York Times uh, lives in. And, and that's why, you know, the, the gray lady is supposed to be the, the paper of record, the, this, this, this monolith when it comes to information and the truth. They've gone off the rails long time ago because they are nothing but an ideological rag that actually attacks any opposing viewpoint yeah that's, no, you talk to, that's you, true you talk to you talk to the people who who work there they're token conservatives and it's like they live in an igloo very true all right hold that thought folks will be right back with more with frank solato uh the managing editor of the new media journal also the underground usa podcast and uh, we've got a little break we got to take here when we come back from that break more from you kathy your turn You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. All right, Frank Silvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal, is going to run right down here because you serve, you save, and you qualify. Well, I'll tell you, that that catch-all, what a great idea. Yeah, and you qualify a, because you're a brother of the badge. Yeah, what a great idea to mm-hmm. be to be able to go there and, and shop around for different types of things. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now, um, I want to talk about the former Trump lawyer, Michael Cohen, uh, who was all set to testify in front of Congress. And all of a sudden now he's going, wait a minute here. I'm not sure if I want to do that. Uh, now, there's a little something called $50,000 that uh, he apparently got uh, from uh, President Trump, who was then uh, candidate Trump for uh, hush money or whatever it was. I, I don't know. We'll figure it out eventually. But uh, the person that was getting the money got 17000 of the fifty, And we understand the other balance of the money, the 33000 went to Cohen's father, who might be caught up in this, too, somehow. Well, I, I, I think he got caught in a snare. It sounds to me like Mr. Cohen is trying to insulate himself from having to accept the money. You know, uh, th- this just all points to him being kind of a shyster. Dirty. You know? Dirty. Yeah. He, he's, he's an opportunist who's been looking out for himself since day one, and when he finds an opportunity to parlay money for himself, money or influence, he sucks it up like a vacuum cleaner. So, you know, karma is going to come and bite this guy in the behind. And mm-hmm. and quite honestly, from from all the things that I've read about him since the very beginning, it, it couldn't happen to a nicer fellow. Yeah, and of course, all that stuff going on with the medallions in New York City with the taxi company and whatnot. I mean, there was a lot of craziness going on there, too. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, when you add it up from, from before his public life to 
or his political public life, going going back to just the genesis of where he comes from. Everything around him kind of points to the fact that he just wants money, and he doesn't care how he gets it. And then when he does get it, if it's a little shady, he figures out ways to keep it away from himself in a, in, in, in a technical manner so he can glean from the profits while other people can hold the bag. Not a, not a very nice guy. Now, it's been an interesting week in England if you uh, happen to live in the United Kingdom because Parliament voted down a British Prime Minister Theresa May's proposal, Brexit deal, 432 to 202. It was the biggest margin of defeat in recent history for the British government. And suddenly, Nigel Farage, you know who he is, right? Yeah, I like Nigel. Yep. He came out and he said, no more Mr. Nice Guy if second Brexit vote happens, meaning the one that's going to happen possibly in uh, Northern Ireland and the one in Scotland. Well, you know, when people vote and people say they want to do something, it's the job of the government to actually execute it. And, and where this is concerned, it really does have to do with their financial well-being, given the socialistic nature of how the European Union has actually become. Mm-hmm. The beginning, in the beginning, was a, was an awesome idea. But just like the UN, that was an awesome idea in the beginning—a place to go to prevent war and have dialogue. It has grown well beyond the initial concept of something that's detrimental to the well-being of its member states. Except if you're feeding off of it. So the, the British people understood this. They voted the way they voted. It's not for Parliament to sit there and say, well, we've decided that we don't want to do this because we've decided we don't want to do this. It's for them to execute the vote. So yeah. Teresa, Teresa May, she should be livid, and I'm, I'm all behind Nigel. Go, Nigel. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't know about you, but I'm hearing that the uh, Latino support for the president has jumped some nineteen percent since he uh, got involved in the shutdown and standing up for the you know the border wall and this that and the other the barrier whatever it's going to be and uh, of course the ones that are here legally they're going yeah we don't want illegals here we don't want anybody coming in here getting anything ahead of us we've been waiting for years to become citizens and that's the way we want it and suddenly the president's support is up nineteen percent with the Latinos. Yeah, and that's a Marist poll, not the not the most conservative polling organization no. in the mm-hmm. United States. So that's very telling. Well, yeah, you know, people wait in line. If you're waiting in line at the, at the grocery store, and it's a long line because there's only one checkout aisle, and all of a sudden somebody comes in screaming that they don't really care to wait. They just walk in front of you and plop their stuff down. Are, are you going to be okay with that? Don't think so. Well, that's exactly what's happening with these people who are demanding and just trying to come over the border. The Latinos that came here legally, who 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 respected our laws, put their paperwork in, did the time, went through the classes, you know, got the cards, the whole shot. Mm-hmm. They put their time in, and they're getting usurped by people who are just screaming that they want it, want it, want it. You know, so I don't blame them. And w- when you have somebody like the president saying that's got to stop because there's people waiting in line, well, of course, the, his popularity is going to go up. Mm. Um, what's going to happen to Steve King, the congressman in Iowa? Uh, I don't think they want to censure him because a couple of Democrats came out yesterday. I think uh, uh, Clyburn was one of them and said that we really don't want to silence him. Well, you shouldn't silence him, and I think you, we should go into the report because his comments were cherry-picked. 
he was talking about the, he was talking about the redefinition of words and phrases, which is something that the progressives do all the time. And the question wasn't one of a racist, a caustic racist nature. It was more of a rhetorical nature. Mm-hmm. You know, racism, well, sucks. You know, no one should be okay with it. But we shouldn't go around creating racists, and that's exactly what happened with Steve King. Mm-hmm. What he was talking about was not racism at all. He was talking about how words are twisted, how words can, how words and phrases have grown over time, and how progressives use this redefinition of words to to paint pictures that aren't necessarily there. Nationalism is not a bad word. It means you are you're patriotic. It means you want to take care of your country first. Mm-hmm. You know that's not a bad thing. We're bleeding money in foreign aid today that we get nothing in return for. We give billions of dollars to countries that constantly vote against us at the UN and and that oh, that scream down with the United States every Friday afternoon. Why are we giving them money? Is nationalism that bad when you look at, at millions of people who do that? No, it's not. So he was trying to bring up examples of why words get twisted when you marry it with other words. The context of what he said was taken out of context. Yeah. And, and that's what we should be looking at, not censoring this guy, but looking at the reporting of the news outlet that where these people cherry-picked what he said to destroy a, a good politician's career. Mm-hmm. And they certainly have done that. One last little thing. Um, John Morgan shows up with the governor yesterday over there in Winter Park and uh, medical marijuana. Uh, they're, they're giving the green light to that. Uh, John Morgan, of course, wants recreational marijuana in there, too. You think that's coming? Uh, you know, recreational marijuana should uh, we have to look at that? It's got, it really should go up for a, for a vote on a referendum. Mm-hmm. But one thing we do have to start worrying about is with medical marijuana, they're trying to take away your Second Amendment rights if you've been prescribed a medication. Oh yeah, because they'll take the guns. Absolutely. All right, talk to you on Monday, my friend. Stay low, my friend. All right, Frank Salvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal Underground USA podcast. Check him out on Facebook. And I'll be right back with more and our insurance quarterback, Patrick Hyland, too. This episode of the New Media Revolution on Underground USA is brought to you by the Emerald Coast Tea Company. For the very best in exotic handcrafted teas, served both hot and cold, there's none better than the Emerald Coast Tea Company blends and wild harvest teas. Log on to EmeraldCoastTeaCompany.com to find out more. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 